Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode on the Marketing Warriors podcast. One of the podcasts to get your marketing needs, man. We're here in the studio with you guys. Uh, welcome back with us, which are hosts, Sasi Bukhari and Quinan Shah. Yo. Yo, 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 yo. I hope that you guys are feeling good over there at home. I hope you're, you're working, you're studying, you're doing something that's productive for yourself to push forward. We're bringing an awesome topic to you guys. Uh, we're talking about traits of millionaires, multimillionaires, and billionaires. Mm. Traits of millionaires. Guys, what is up? Happy mm. Friday. It is Friday. Happy Friday. <laughs> Feels like a Monday, bro. For real. Yeah. Anyways. So, you know, I, I was learning this um, yesterday and I was like, oh, I want to come and share this because it's just something I've been noticing a lot. And, you know, some of the traits that differentiates people from millionaires to multimillionaires to billionaires, right? And if you have one of this, cool, have two of this, cool, have three of this, cool. But then, like, you may not have four or you may not have five or you may not have six, right? So it's, 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 it's like, the, the, watch when you're seeing this. If, you, if you're like, okay, I have one or two, cool. You're probably performing at a lower level. Yeah. And you think if you have all six, you're cocky and delusional. So we'll just put it at that. So the way, like, one of the things that um, I was reading was traits of extraordinary people. Let's just put that out there. Extraordinary. The number first trait was charisma. Now, what do you mean by charisma? They're very charismatic people. Yeah. They're very open. They're likable, right? People like to approach them. People like to talk to them. People are like very, they're very funny, but be careful. It says extraordinary charismatic people because there's a lot of comedians out there who make $24,000 a year. They're very charismatic people. Yeah. There's a lot of comedians, a lot of smart people that are charismatic. Yeah. But they only make $50,000 a year. Facts. Right? So just because you're charismatic doesn't mean anything, but like you gotta be extraordinary charismatic. And all of these, it's just put the word extraordinary in front of them. Yeah, it's 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 extra. Number two, extraordinary energy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. This one. Most people think it's like I'm talking about their vibe in a sense or something. No. Their what? It's when like people think it's like like energy, like like sort of what they're presenting. Uh-uh. None of that. What I'm talking about is them. Hey John, you finish at 10? Cool. I'm still working till 11. I got 12. Why? I got I got energy. Yeah, I'm running a marathon. Cool. Oh, you want to get this done? You got headaches? Cool. Nope. Dude, go. Okay. I'm still going. I'm still going. I'm still going. I'm still going. Yeah. It's, it's that extraordinary. Remember, you got to add extraordinary energy into it. Yeah. I don't it's think like, that's true. Oh, you got what it is. Like extraordinary energy. I get that. I don't think the portion of like, uh, I think that's not a good analogy to be putting putting to that like oh you're leaving at nine 
or you're leaving at 10, you have headaches. I'm staying till 12. I don't think it's a good analogy because like, look at, look at who we're working with right now. Right. Look at, yeah. look at what he does too. Look at Zen, for example, Zen himself. He doesn't work a yeah. lot. Even when he's on the calls, he's not saying anything. Yes, he is when he needs to be. Yeah, when I he know. Needs to be, he's but otherwise, like when you ask him, how much do you really work? Most of his time goes into studying and thinking. He said it himself. Right. Perfect. Right. But that's still involved energy. Yeah. You're still doing something with your business. Just because John is doing work and I'm doing thinking doesn't change the fact that like I'll, I have more energy because like we don't get off on the same time. He was texting us last night at 10 o'clock. Bro, let's get this thing going. It's still in his head. Right? He probably went to sleep thinking like, dude, like, okay, like, I, I, we got to do this, got to do this, got to do this, got to do this. Yeah? Th that's what I'm talking about. That's energy. Extraordinary mm -hmm. energy. If, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, felt, I just thought it was like uh, him going off on, on like, you know, some of the beliefs he has behind the program. That's what I saw it as. And plus, it was like right before my bedtime. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, man. It's right before my bedtime. <laughs> yeah. So, no. And by the way, these traits that I'm reading you off from are from a guy who's worth about 400 million. Right. So it's like, okay, cool. Like, he, he may know a thing or two. So it's like, these are some of the traits I see. Because he, he's like, dude, like, if one of the, these things I can point out is these. Right. And honestly, it's like, how long can you last? I think, I mean, I think when it, when it comes to energy, I think it's about being able to operate that energy effectively. Not only that, but how long can you last? Yeah. How That's, long can you last? I guess that would be more longevity. Yes. But okay. Ready? You, you go have a good, everybody can perform in a, in a, in a good season. Yeah. So. Well, of course. Go, right. Right. Oh, so you go into a good but when something hits you, a breakup, family member dies, something like some hard shit. Yeah. What happens? The extraordinary people, they go from a nine and a half to an eight. Usually the ordinary people go from like a, let's say they were at nine and a half. They go down to six. Right. And people below that, they go from nine and a half back to two. And it takes them longer to recover. Yeah, so you're seeing extraordinary people, something hits them, boom, down to eight, back up to nine and a half in the shortest amount of time you could possibly find. You'll notice this again and again with extraordinary people, especially people who are like up there with eight, nine figures and 10 figures, especially 10 figures. You'll see them, it's like, okay, something hits them, boom, they drop a little bit, but then they're back up again. Drop a little bit, back up again. Drop a little bit, back up again. I think it's about the stair-step model. I think... I think that's what a lot of very, very highly successful millionaires, multimillionaires, and billionaires have mastered. The stair-step model, where it's not about it's not about going all the way up all of a sudden. It's more like you're stair-stepping your way up. And even if something does hit, you go down, you stair-step back up. And over, over a long period of time, that curve is going to be very, very high. Yes, but they're kind of like riding a wave in a sense. Yeah, yeah. that's the, like the oscillating ascent. Pretty much, and it, it usually goes up. But remember, like in, in terms of performance, we're talking, right? 10 is being the number that's highest, right? 
10 is perfection. Nobody reaches perfection. I don't care who you are. I don't think anybody's at a 10. Right. You get to nine and a half. Yeah. And guess what? An ordinary person can get to a nine and a half, but only for a short period of time. If something hits them, they go down. Right. So it's like how, and it, it's going to bring me to my next topic, which is very, uh, it's, you're going to like it. Um, you know, it's like, okay, what is your, like, this literally says like, how long can you possibly last? One year, five year, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Doing something consistently, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So that's what I mean by energy. Yeah. Long term. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. How long can you last? Does something throw you off or no? Yeah. Okay. That brings you to my next topic, which is focus. You know, when Warren Buffett and uh, what's his name? Bill Gates right down. He's like, put one word. They both got a board, right? And they're like, put one word on there. They couldn't see each other. They both put this word. It was focus. That That's what got them to the billionaire mark. They weren't billionaires. Their dad weren't, weren't rich. They came from nothing. And th- that that was the main word they used. They're like, focus. Here's, here's what you need to do. Focus. That's it. There's so many things. Like, as you go higher, higher up the mountain more things will try to kill you yeah and and even bigger you'll have even more distractions you know so the higher you are go ahead i like the focus thing because i firmly believe a lot of people fall out of line with what they are doing there's so many things that happen in the world today there's so many things that happen in other people's world in our worlds in our lives that can sway where we are going and what we're looking at on a daily basis and it's very easy to go ahead and get misaligned or unfocused. So being able to always bring yourself back to what you're doing in business, in your life and everything is super, super important. Uh, and I forget who, who exactly said this, but like focus is like a laser beam, man. Don't do not discredit focus. Focus. I, I actually agree with that, dude. I think focus is huge on the spectrum when it comes to being a multimillionaire, billionaire uh, or a millionaire. Because if you can take focus and you can align it with one singular thing, it's like a laser beam. If you split focus into eight different directions, that laser beam isn't going to be as strong. Mm. But if it's on one target, it will singe that target. It will burn the target. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So anyways, uh, uh, yeah. the reason I'm saying this is because the higher you go, more things will try to distract you, right? Could be family, could be friends, could be business partners, could be people who are who are like you, but they're gonna distract you. Right? Some eight-figure people, they just want to be eight-figure people, nothing else. Right? They don't want to go higher than that. Some do, some don't, right? And the, even sometimes they can become a distraction in a way, right? Just being wary of that and being like, okay, I'm I'm good. Uh which number are we? So the one, two, three, okay. Oh, number four, four, I think. Third yeah. one was the uh, focus. Yeah. Number four. Don't be too cool. I'm too cool for this. I'm too cool for that. It's, it's the too cool crowd. Yeah. It's like I reached a certain spot. I feel good. I have yeah. an analogy for this. I, 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 I you know, I, I can go grab a couple champagnes. I'm good. You know? Oh, I feel good. Yeah. No, you, you'll get. You get one shot, one punch in the face, you're you're gone. Like your business is gonna collapse. Go ahead. What, what are you gonna say, man? 
I was going to say, you know, you start doing 50K a month or some shit like that or 100K a month and you think you're Bill Gates. It's not true. You start doing 30K a month, 40K a month, you think you're Bill Gates. It's not true. Here's what I will say. You can still get knocked out like a light. It'll happen in an instant. If you lose focus and you think like, oh, I'm the shit. Don't be too cool, right? It's, it's not only that. Like we're and, talking 30, 50. It's the same thing with 100 mil. So here's another thing. Uh, and I had to learn this, actually. Uh, it took me a while to learn. And I'm going to bring it back to an analogy I learned a while ago, which is the hair is sexy. The turtle is not. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to look like somebody who's going fast, doing all these things and everything like that. But the turtle who's consistent, who doesn't need to look cool, who doesn't yeah, need but, that. Mm. Right. And it's like. He's rich. <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't be the too cool crowd. I'm too cool for this. I'm too cool to do certain tasks that I used to do that I'm no longer wanting to do. I mean, it's fine. If you if you look at it from a leverage point, that's fine. But if you look at it from like, oh, I'm too cool to do business and too too cool to work hard and too cool to have a lot of energy and too cool to focus, right? Or that's a lot, bro. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> or like, which will bring me to my next topic, which can hurt you so bad because you're too cool for this, right? This is the biggest thing. Actually, no, I'll come after it. Don't be the too cool crowd. I'm going to say another thing, and then I'm going to say the biggest problem that actually fucks them over. Right? So what are we, number five? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Okay. Number five is extraordinary urgency now now yeah i'm gonna need you to say that one more time bro because people need to hear that extra ordinary urgency right now i got these tasks to do i'm gonna do them right now now person yeah i gotta go to the gym i'm gonna go right now i got these things to do i'm gonna do it right now I have a question for the for the audience. When's now the best time to do anything? <laughs> right. So it's like right now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We, we we got that covered. Urgency. Urgency and everything. Okay. What do we need? Boom. 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 Okay. This is that. You got this done. Cool. Okay. Sweet. Okay. We're good. Like yeah, they get shit done, bro. Like done. Anything that comes on their desk, it gets done immediately. It's like what, like he said, like what do you need? Do we need to do this? Okay, give me a list of what to do here. Give me a list of this. Give me this. Give me this. Okay, what do you need? What do you need? They're very, very fast paced, but at the same time, it's like, bro, it's it's a lot. <laughs> lastly, the desire behind it. Yep. Lastly, it's this is like sort of drives from the two cool crowd. If you act a certain way. It's called self-inflicted problems slash enemies. Guys, stop creating self-inflicted problems. Sometimes like we're the biggest linchpin of our business. We put ourselves, our fucking feelings in place. Um, or some like and remember it's a self-inflicted problem slash enemies. Right? When you're in business, it is inevitable to avoid enemies. The best way to avoid enemies is to do what? Nothing. 
Just stay home, stay in your little nice little corner with your little win and to just stay there. Right. Just do nothing. Right. But you can remember like everything I talked about extraordinary. So anything you do extraordinary, you're gonna create enemies. And I'll go into a little bit of enemies. Look, competitors easier to deal with. You know, like family easy, everything else is easy. You want to avoid these people. You know, avoid this one group of people when you go up the mountain in terms of business. These guys are very high thinkers, right? These guys think big, they talk big, they even talk, they they even like, you know, walk big in a way, but they're lazy. Yeah. These are the guys that have big dreams, big talent, probably have big talents. Yo. Have everything. But they're lazy. There's there's a word for this, and we said it a while back. Do not be an ambitiously lazy person. Yeah. So it's like you want look, no, no, no. Here's the thing. These guys are annoying. Yeah. Cause they'll be your enemies for a couple of years. And remember, it says self-inflicted. You probably created it. I'll give you an example. Now, if it's something intentional. Totally fine with it. If Meghan Mar- Markle, if you guys, do you know Meghan Markle? No. No. Okay. She, she's the wife of Prince Harry from UK. Okay. Um, so if she wants, right, she can self-inflict enemy, the royal family, go talk to Oprah Winfrey, and then go create a Netflix special and make $110 million. That's intentional. She did it because she knew at the end she was going to make $110 million. Right? So she created enemies, therefore it's pretty strategic, it's pretty strategic, but also messed up. That's what I'm just, I'm just saying. Yes. I'm just giving an example. That strategy right there. <laughs> Anyways. So, but I'm going to give you another example. Donald Trump. He created a lot of enemies self-inflicted and part of me thinks he kind of likes that he kind of needs it but it's bad it's bad it's bad because they'll have enemies for life yeah he, like you want to avoid enemies as much as possible right because you don't know what they're thinking you don't know what, what they're doing like as you go up the mountain you know it's like you think you're a hot shot remember what i said don't be the too cool crowd right so like don't ever become that hot shot and be careful of avoiding of, of these enemies, right? And especially, remember, I said, self-freaking-inflicted. Competitors, easy. Easy. Easiest thing you'll compete with. Okay, fine. They're competitors. They want part of business. I'm taking a piece of the pie. They're taking a piece of the pie. Yeah? And we're going to fight for the piece of the pie. That's totally fine. Yeah? That's normal. That's marketplace. Yeah? Just be careful of enemies that are very ambitious but lazy. They don't do any work. They don't get up on time. They don't do like they don't go work out. They don't do the right things they need to do on a daily day basis. They aren't consistent. Yeah, but they talk a lot. They talk big. And you know, and honestly, some of you may feel like, like, huh, dude, like like when I first started to ask myself, am I an, an ambitious, lazy person? Right? Ask myself, real question. Ask myself that. I'm very true and honest with myself. I'm like, you know, 
I could be more consistent. I could be more focused. I could have more energy. I could be more charismatic. These are all things I could work on. Right? It's okay to feel something. It's another to do something. Yeah? So it's like, it's okay to feel like you're successful. It's okay to feel like and talk yourself into how you're good. But what, what works for me, at least, is like, what's reality? What can you possibly work on? Remember, everything I said here, it said extraordinary. Right? Do I have extraordinary charisma? Not really. Do I have extraordinary energy? Yes, or the potential to? Yes. And by the way, I have the potential to do all of these things and avoid some of these things. Yeah? Do I have extraordinary focus? I'd give myself 7 out of 10. But when I say that's probably 4 out of 10. Yeah? Do I have urgency? Yes. But I'd give myself a 6 out of 10 out of there. If not, it's probably lower. Because I like to like personally put myself high. Am I the true cool crowd? No. Have I created self-inflicted enemies? Slash problems? Maybe in the past? Yeah, so it's like, how can you be super real with yourself and move on from there, right? So I'm just being super vulnerable sharing this with you guys because, like, it's just who I am and, like, knowing, like, thinking about, like, okay, what can I work on? What can I do? And, by the way, there's last thing that I want to share with you guys is what I've noticed is, one, these millionaires, multi-millionaires, billionaires, number one, they're very grateful. They pray a lot. They thank people a lot. And that's just how they are in a way. Yeah. And one of the things I'm, I'm thinking, like I've thought of, like even if they don't believe in God or anything, because some don't, and, but they're very grateful. Very grateful for the family they have. Very grateful for the team they have. Very grateful for the kids they have. Very grateful for, you know, like they're very grateful for the things they have in life. And I think we should, you know, appreciate more and do more and believe more and believe in ourselves and, our family and everything else around us, you know, like be grateful in all things. So I'll leave it at that. I want to add just one final thing in here before we end this off. And I've noticed this trait, this characteristic in every, every multimillionaire I've come across every billionaire I've read about, every millionaire I've read about, every multimillionaire I've read about, anyone. And it struck me quite a few times this week. And when something starts to become a pattern, I notice it. You know, when things start to get mentioned often in my life or in my reality, I'm like, huh, why is that popping up right now? What is the purpose of this? So I wrote it down. And I think this right here encapsulates how you can have all of those other things. And that one thing is definiteness of purpose. Like absolute definiteness of purpose. If you have definiteness of purpose, you will not struggle with being charismatic because you will have definiteness of purpose. If you have definiteness of purpose, you won't struggle with the energy 
you'll have the energy because now you have definiteness of purpose. You won't struggle with the focus because you have something to focus on. That purpose. And because it's definite, oh my God, it's going to be at a whole nother level. Don't be, don't be too cool portion. I don't know if that applies here because if you're working on your, your yeah, purpose. Okay, so two that don't apply, or three that don't apply, is to don't be the two cool crowd, send for afflicted problems slash enemies, and then last to being grateful. Yeah? They don't really apply to, like, definite purpose. No, nah, I think gratefulness does apply, but urgency is also there, man. Having definiteness of purpose, there's urgency behind that. No. And when you're on your purpose, bro, and things are falling in line, you're, like, definiteness of purpose, like, you're going to be grateful for what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, that purpose is there for a reason. Yeah. You're going to be grateful to the people that you're helping because of that purpose and the people that you're bringing along because of your definiteness in your purpose. And some people may not agree with you while you're on this purpose. That might cause you to create some enemies. Yep. But that's, I, I firmly believe it's just been happening over the last week. I've been noticing this. Over the last week and a half, I should say, I've been noticing this. And that those three words alone, man, that one phrase alone, definiteness of purpose, I feel like completely encapsulates this. Mm. Completely. You got anything else to say, bro? Nope. Awesome, man. Well, guys, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Hope you guys liked what we talked about. These traits are, are amazing. I hope that you go back, you rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 as to where you're at on the scale so you can improve inside of your life and you can start bringing about the characteristics and things you need to be successful, to be in that category that you want to be in with these millionaires, multimillionaires and start building the lifestyle you really want. All right, guys, we appreciate you guys coming and listening to the podcast, wherever you are, gym, home, uh, maybe you're walking, maybe you're driving, wherever that may be. We'll see you guys in the next podcast over. Find us in our Facebook group at High Ticket Ad Secrets. Find us on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook at Quinancha at Tasib Bukhari. And we'll see you guys on the next podcast over. Peace.